At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Ken Willis, uh, Zachary Dean, filling in for Godwin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Three straight weeks. I know. You're My the God, guest get me off the hamster wheel. Yeah, yeah, you're like when Jay Leno was the permanent guest host for the Tonight Show. He was on it <laughs> as much as Johnny was there toward the end. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, winless streaks. You can't call it a losing streak in, in auto racing, I don't think, because you're not necessarily not really losing. losing. You're just not winning because yeah. there's 30-some-odd losers Week after week, that's a delightful topic. Yeah, hey, uh, we got uh, Talladega this week. We'll talk uh, talk a little bit about that. Uh, of course, uh, we got some business, some business to talk about. We got an idiot to talk about. Uh, a little bit. Of, we're gonna talk a little Gen Seven. Have you seen? Sounds that? like something you mix with cranberry juice. <laughs> I take a little bit of that Gen. Have 7, you seen the please. picture of that car? Yeah, you can't. It looks trippy. like nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's nothing. But we'll do all that, and uh, we'll get started right after this. We're back with What Do You Know, Daytona Motor Mouse, Ken Willis, Zach Dean filling in for the vacationing Godwin Kelly. He's in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Uh, there's old Cincinnati Patty. No, no, there's old Hoochie Coochie Patty. Hey there, She comes from Cincinnati. It's old Buck Owens song called Sam's Place. Is Buck Owens still alive? No, and shut up. I don't want to talk about when it. When did he it die? It makes me sad. Probably about 10, 12 years ago. Was it of natural causes? It was. He was, he was up there. 60. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> Hey, Kyle, uh, what's his name? Kyle Larson. He still races? He's Is that amazing? I mean, here's a guy. Now, he was our best chance, I think, to, to have a winless Cup Series champion. Yeah. And he blew it by winning at Dover. He could have Newmaned it like he yes, tried a couple years ago. he could have done it, yeah. but he, uh, he blew it. Uh, 75. I didn't realize he was that high. It's been a couple yeah. years. And it's crazy because he's up front a lot. Yeah. I mean, eventually you'd think that, He'd luck into one of these guys. Yeah, he'd yeah. look around and go, holy mackerel, I'm in the lead. You know, well, it only took Chase Elliott and Joey Logano blowing engines during the pace laps to give uh, Larson a shot. That's what blew me away about Dover. Is these are things, there was like two or three things happened. You had a blown engine, you had a broken axle, and somebody, Ryan Blaney, had a spindle issue, I yeah. think. It was like, it was 1973 all over again. <laughs> so yeah, these things don't happen. Yeah, it was really odd. Which, which will take us, uh, now we got Talladega this weekend. And it takes us right into, uh, we slide seamlessly into our next topic. Uh, you've got your guys that are below the, uh, after, we got two more races in the third, second round of second the uh, round. playoffs. And uh, the top eight will advance to round three. Right now, Joey Logano is right there tied for that last spot with, I think, Billy the Kid. But you got Clint Boyer, Chase Elliott, and Ryan Blaney. So there's four guys at or under line something's got to give i was surprised i thought chase would be in must win mode after freaking running three laps he's only seven points down though so it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be but i mean he must have been carrying some bonus points around he's carrying some good looks did he whip them out (laughs) yes he did 
Yeah, uh, but the, well, it, it, good thing Talladega is a nice tame track. Yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't, can't really that's be aggressive. Good, yeah, that's yeah. where the good cars always you know rise <laughs> to the occasion. Nothing, nothing bad can happen there. Clint Boyer's 500th career cup start. That's cool. Sunday at Talladega. I love Clint Boyer. Does that sound like a big number these days? Nope. Denny Hamlin has made a 600 start, I think, last yeah. week. Wow, back in the day now when they were racing 55, 60 times a year. You could get, you could pile up to five hundred in a pretty big hurry in your twenties. But the, but very few guys ran the whole season. So maybe, maybe it all evens out. I have money on Clint Boyer winning. We were in a uh, a town that had a uh, what they call a sports book where you can go in and, and gamble on sports. That's Legally. legal now. Yeah, yeah. We we were in a uh, little town where you could do that last week, and they had odds for the Dover race, but they also had overall odds for the championship. And obviously, those odds change from week to week. And I got uh, I got uh, Clint Boyer at I believe it's fourteen to one. And I said that's worth twenty bucks. Yeah. But I'm gonna it's worth. I looked at the ticket. It's worth like fourteen hundred and something if he, if he wins it. It's not terrible. And I took Denny Hamlin because yeah. his odds. You know, you can take the odds on favorite. He's among the odds on favorite. But the odds on favorite, I think, was Truex. Truex and then Bush. Truex, Kyle Bush, and. Uh, and frankly, you know, for Dover and beyond, Kyle Larson was getting so much better odds because I wanted to bet on the Dover race. So I said, I'm going to take a semi-long shot. So I took uh, Clint Boyer again for that. And I'm going to take a little less of a long shot, but somebody with some odds it's worth betting on. So I took Logano because he hadn't won in a while. I said, he's due. That worked out great. You weren't really it? sweating yeah. that one up yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't on pins and needles. Um, and uh, what happened? Oh. Boyer, did he have a chance? No, he didn't have a chance. I, but he, a chance. I lost both of those. But they had Kyle Larson at he was like the third or fourth favorite in the odds. I think Dover is a pretty decent something. track for, yeah. for Kyle. So I go. I would like. I wouldn't mind betting on Kyle Larson, even though apparently he never wins. I <laughs> said, so, but the odds are so low. Maybe they knew. Maybe the Vegas guys wins. knew that everybody was going to break down this week. They had some inside info. Yeah. That never happens. No. And gambling? Yes. Weird. Oh, well. So, anyway, I'm pulling for uh, my championship hopes are on Denny Hamlin. That $20 bet would get me, I think it's around 160 bucks, which I'll take. Yeah. But the Clint Boyer bet would get me over 1400 I didn't think Clint Boyer's a good one, although he hasn't been very good. No, he's got a – You gotta, really – I think this is where to he can get week. something to go. Yeah. You know who's not going to win is um, Truex. He's never won a plate race. You except love we bringing that up. So we don't call pl- we don't call them plate races anymore. They're what pack, did we do? They're, pack they're, races. They're, yeah, pack races. Pack races. Cool. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back with you. Get that big time auto racing. This is the News Journal in Daytona Beaches, or the Daytona Beach News Journal's Motor Mouse Daytona Motor Mouse podcast. Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Cop Godwin Kelly's not here. Zachary Dean is here. You don't care about the International Speedway Corporation's merger with NASCAR, do you? Didn't even know it happened. Apparently First, I heard about it was on this piece of paper he printed out. Yeah, the same. You know, the France family has been in charge of ISC since the yeah. And uh, as you might have heard, they're also in charge of NASCAR. NASCAR, a private company, ISC, a publicly traded company. So when a company goes from public to private, 
It's because, you know, it could be for a variety of reasons. But Largely, this is one of control. Forever, right? Not forever. For at a least few years, a year. I don't know when they first started looking at it. Well, okay, your definition of forever is a year. Okay, then yes. It is. Yes, it has been forever and a day. It's been forever that I've been doing this freaking radio show. <laughs> in three weeks. So, but what you don't know is that this is a minute into what's going to happen in 21. You got the new car coming out in 2021. The schedule, I think, is going to look. Next year's schedule is different. I think the schedule in 21 is going to be bordering on radically different. And this merger allows NASCAR to control its ISC tracks, where that hosts like 18 or 19 of the races. Speedway Motorsports is trying to do the same thing. That's the Charlotte people. They control, what, half a dozen tracks and about a dozen more races, 10 or or 11 more races. I should know those figures, but I do know them. I just forgot. (laughs) Unlike you. So anyway, uh, once they have control of all that, they can, do they, they, can they can start moving that schedule around. This is all part of the part of the so, plan. So we're all tanking till twenty twenty one now. Is basically yeah. What yeah. So we're going to see uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens next year. Well, speaking of that, you know they tested the car yesterday and today at Richmond, the new car, the twenty one yeah. car, the Gen Seven. Very secretive about it all. Of course they are. That's so stupid. Well, they just don't. Well, but they're doing us. it in the right way. They're they're showing little teases of it, little bits and pieces, trying to get everybody. So when excited. actually, when do you think they're going to reveal what it looks like? It'll be middle of next year, I would say. Along with the schedule release, they'll probably yeah. combine the two. Yeah, God, we're a, smart. No, no. I would not do that. I would do them separately. Because you get two, you get two big bangs. Them, yeah. yeah, you. Well, I'd get one big bang when you could get two. God, you're smart. I am Why smart. Why don't you run NASCAR? I, they, You've you know, they want, they want to even take a meeting with me on that subject. No, no. Did you keep up with the Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano stuff? You'll get this in big time auto racing. Yeah, I did. You'll get they don't a little, like you'll each get other. Some, uh, Joey was poops. fighting for position 24 laps down. Yeah, 24 laps down, cool. said he was fighting for position, <laughs> and he got in Denny's way, who, by the way, I have money on. And um, and uh, after he said uh, that he was just trying to make up positions, he's racing for position. Did you read Denny's quote? Yeah, I did. Make up positions? <laughs> he's 24 laps down. That's the most idiotic statement I've ever heard. This gets better. We're battling for the end of the stage. It's not your day. You've had bad luck. We get it. But I don't understand that at all. The best part of the quote, that's just a stupid statement by an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Now, later, he goes on, yeah, you got to get out of my way, blah, 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 blah. Quote, I probably shouldn't call Joey an idiot. He's not an idiot. But it's just a bad choice to say he's battling for something. He felt bad. He's not fighting for anything. Yeah, they were teammates, right? Yes. He just needs to run around the racetrack, stay in one lane, stay in your lane, bro. Stay in the high line. Nobody's running up there. Get the laps over with. Get the race car over with. Go home, work on it, Talladega, try to win the race. I think I agree with Denny on this Of course. One. Yeah, and I don't yeah. say that a lot, but Denny's right. Yeah. yeah. Can I back up a minute to the Gen 7 car? Yeah, dummy, it's Ford. It's in our next segment. You, you, you fast-forwarded to it. Look, you're the one who made this outline. We'll be right back. I'm looking all over the place. Uh, green, white checkers. They okay, now go to the Gen bullets. 7 car. <laughs> but I already talked That's about it before. I'm all is. over. I don't care. Uh, you know, they're testing it yesterday and today at Richmond. <laughs> so if, I, if anybody's listening, this, this, I, my tape just jumped back. Yeah. My tape. <laughs> I have a tape. <laughs> skipping. You know what Ken Phelps said? Nope. How about Steve Phelps? Don't know who Ken Phelps president. is. What does not matter with you? He was a former Yankee Seattle Mariner. <laughs> Ken Phelps, Ken Phelps. Remember Seinfeld? Yeah. Yeah. When George, when uh, Frank Costanza said, why did you trade Jay Buna? <laughs> and uh, 
uh, Steinberger says, hey, Ken Phelps. My people said, hey, God, Ken Phelps, Ken Phelps. <laughs> so anyway, Steve Phelps, <laughs> Steve Phelps, NASCAR president, says the uh, importance of this car, meaning the Gen 7 car, can't be overstated. Here's something I found interesting. It will allow teams to be profitable, Phelps said. That's what it's come down. That's what it come down to. I think comes down to. I think it's as simple as that. The great news is that the fan will be the beneficiary as well because I think the car will have better body styling that the fans, I think, will really enjoy. So the whole point of this is to make these cars look like the cars out there in the parking lot right now. Um, more so. Yeah. Um, Motorsport.com, which is a pretty good clearinghouse of news on all forms of automobile racing. Um, Toyota Racing Development, David Wilson. He's the uh, he's a big shot over there at Toyota like Racing it, Development. Yeah. He said the two pillars that NASCAR has identified, have identified, are both important to Toyota, and that is relevancy as well as cost management. So they're going to make the cars more identifiable, I think, for the general fan population, and they're trying to hold the cost down. For the greater good of the sport, we need a model that is more sustainable than we have today. We'll see, because the richer teams will always find a way to spend money on a car to make it that much faster. Why do they? So why is it so important to make the cars look like regular cars? Well, closer to it, make them more identifiable. I, I just think it is. I mean, not as much as it was 20, 30 years ago. But they've they never looked like their way regular on cars, right? Oh, well, yeah, if you look at the old pictures. Look I at guess, the black and white files. Back yeah. when, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's going to be interesting to see how that turns out. I, I hopefully, hopefully for the good. I'm sure this radio show will still be on the air by the time they hit the track in Absolutely. 2021. Absolutely. You know who's hot right now? Who? In, a, in his own little Chase way. Chase Elliott. In his own cute little way. Oh, you're talking about on the track. On the track. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson. He's having a good little run. Three straight top tens. First time uh, since late in the 16 season. Wow. That was his championship season. Assuming he does not win at Talladega, that runs that winless streak to 90. He can win at Talladega. Of course he can. Matt Benedetto can win at Talladega, too. Well, Matt Benedetto's better Michael than Jimmy Mac- Johnson right now. <laughs> Mike- Michael McDowell can win at Talladega. Bubba Wallace could if he wasn't such a jerk. Next. Matt Dillon. What up? Who, Who Dillon? Matt Dillon? Ty Dillon. <laughs> Austin. Matt Dillon was the sheriff of uh, Dodge City. Wow. So, um, let's. are we finally maybe going to have a non-playoff driver win? Nope. I think it's. I I don't think it's going to be non playoff driver. I think the uh, you're going to have your team orders again, just like every pack race we've had this year, and may the best largest team. I think I think a Chevy's going to win again. Good for you. And that's not being biased. Chevy's the biggest team, and they're going to have team orders, and they're going to push someone to the front. Being quiet about it this time. They're running their yaps like yeah. Walls have ears. Yes. Is that right? I don't know. Ears have walls. Walls have ears. Ears have walls. Ears have canals and drums. True. Yeah. And lobes. I'm William Byron, Clint Boyer, and Ryan Blaney are the last three winless drivers that can get us to our to our ultimate goal of having a winless champion. I could see Byron doing it because he usually runs up front but can never win. And he qualifies really well, so he usually gets some good stage okay. points. Of those three. Blaney's been terrible. I don't think Blaney's yeah, getting he's out. out. Win. Of those and who's three, the other one? Clint Boyer. I, I I still say Byron's your best shot there. Yeah. Billy All you got to do is good. get to Homestead, get to Homestead and finish second behind a guy who's not in the Final Four. And yes, how uncomfortable would that be? If you did I don't if, know why I'm pulling for this. I, I, you've I always pulled for it. Yeah, I don't know why. 
Because they, they don't necessarily deserve that to happen. Chase almost did it a few years ago. Yeah, but it's just, you know, that, hell, Benny Parsons won, had a one-race championship. Did Matt Kenseth, for Pete's sake? Well, no, it uh, was... Ned Jarrett did was, back in the 60s. It, it was Kenseth. Cause it, it was either Kenseth or Kurt Busch is the one who started. I think it was Kenseth. Kenseth, and then they went, the to, the, point then they went yeah. to the chase the next year, the 10-race chase. So so, so if it happens this year, what, what, what what's the next step? Well, they'd have to find a way to make sure that you don't... Uh, I don't know. You got to win a race. Has anybody ever gone thirty-six race season not win a race and won a points? No. Mm-mm. I'm talking. Terry like, Labonte had a one race. Time. No, I don't think so. No, I guess remember be, like seventy-one or two is when they went to the modern schedule. It, Terry Labonte had a one-win championship. It I believe. could be possible though, right? Like when he came in second every race. Oh, absolutely possible. And under the old point standings, up till the chase started, you could finish second. You could you could win the Daytona 500, go to Rockingham, tied for the points lead. Yeah. If the runner-up led the most laps, yeah, he got five points for leading a lap, five points for leading the most laps, and then he finished ten points behind the winner. You're tied, or five points behind the winner, because the winner obviously would get five points for leading a lap. 175 for the win, five for leading a lap, so that's 180 points. You got 170 points for second place, five for leading a lap, five for leading the most, 180. Oh, that old point system sucked. That was crazy. It was better than what they had before. Amazing. Better than what they had before, but I don't think they've ever uh, stumbled on the perfect one yet. I think this is the perfect one. uh, I'm not sure uh, how you're going to do it any better. I don't know. I I like this one. It's exciting. I don't know. One time, just go back to the old way. Ugh. (laughs) You'd be brutal. Yeah. Especially with like uh, Truex and like all the top heavy organizations right now, yeah, but, they'd run away with it, wouldn't they? But every now and then, every couple or three years, you'd get a real tight points race, and it was exciting. What was that one year? It was uh, I, well, I saw like two. Doc- they had three guys that could win. It was yeah, Colwicky, Elliott, and yes, Davey. Yes, that's yeah. Yeah, that was the that best. was Jeff Gordon. That was one of Jeff Gordon's first races. It was too. his first race yeah. that last race at Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, that was and cool. that was Richard Petty's last race. He caught on fire. Yeah, and there was uh, yeah, there was there been some good ones. There was some good uh, uh, a Mark Martin Dale Earnhardt points race was really good. Um, the year seventy nine when when Petty edged uh, it was Petty seventh when he he beat D W down the stretch. That was a good good one. Good one. Good one. Anyway, speaking of good one, good one Kelly. He'll be back next week, I think. That means I should go somewhere next Wednesday. So you have to do this a fourth straight time. I ain't gonna be here. You're gonna be. I'm here? on vacation. I gotta be here week, though. I'll be here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if you're, unless the plane uh, detours, yeah. or whatever Don't that say, means. Oh yeah. Jesus. All yeah. right, Ken. Well, it's uh, Zach Dean. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.